Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Goat Milk, episode 14. Wow, we are at episode 14. That's actually one less than 15, I'll have you know. Um, so today's episode is a little bit different. It's actually for a psychology project. Uh, we were assigned to choose a technology and then choose a cognitive process that was influenced or affected by that technology. And... Um, it needs to be publicly accessible, which is why I'm doing it on my podcast. Um, so I have a script here in front of me on my computer. And um, so I'll be looking at my screen, um, though I'll put some pictures up. I'll try to make it interesting. And yes, I will make eye contact because I know a lot of you yearn for my uh, attention. So I'll make that happen. If you're wondering why I'm wearing a hat, that is a very good question. All right, let's move on. So, and audio listeners, I mean, it'll work out fine because you're not you're not watching on YouTube, so you don't need me to look at you. But all right, let's do this. <clears throat> so, social media has changed the way we live every single day. Uh, it's allowed us to contact friends and family from across the world and lets us keep relationships engaged. I use it. You use it. Your dog uses it. Um, the most popular apps that people use today include Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, WeChat, TikTok, everything, right? Um, though it has so many benefits, social media can actually severely impact the way we interact with another. Um, empathy is the way in which we're able to understand each other's feelings, and it's the way we're able to share them. Um, in the context of social media, empathy would be present in the way we communicate things to each other and how we react to different posts or messages that we see or just basically how we interact in general. Um, the way we view things from different perspectives, understand social cues, and be there for one another can all be hindered by the use of social media. Um, these are all branches of how empathetic we can be towards one another, which only leaves a question to be asked, how does social media affect empathy? To further understand how social media can negatively impact our ability to empathize with others, we must take a look at a study done by Primick et al. in 2017. Um, the study involved participants that were nationally representative samples of 1,787 U.S. adults from the ages 19 to 32. Um, these participants were observed with 11 different social media apps and were then asked to fill out a PSI, which is a perceived social isolation scale. Um, results show that young adults with higher social media use tend to feel more socially isolated. Um, this overusage of social media can actually hinder one's ability to be able to feel for one another and relate to others. Um, the conclusions of the study show us how overusage of social media uh, leads to feelings of social isolation. Um, because the study involved so many participants, uh, increases validity to prove that so many people are affected by it. It's not just that one person, that one outlier that, that was affected. Um, and this is al also over a multitude of different apps, 11 of them. Uh, so it disassembles any thoughts of it being like app-based, like it's not just Snapchat, you know. Um, Besides affecting our ability to connect with others, there's also a multitude of other issues that can arise from browsing social media without contact with friends. Bombardment of negative news and having negative news in our faces all day results in compassion fatigue. Uh, if you don't know what compassion fatigue is, it is the result of constantly trying to be compassionate and caring. So, for example, if you're constantly seeing bad news here, then you see a terrorist attack, and then some tragic story, after a while the oversaturation of being compassionate at all times can result in, in you not being able to produce the same emotional reaction to something bad the next time it happens or if it happens close to you. Um, and after a while, all 
all news is the same news. All bad news is the same news, and we don't produce the same emotional response to anything bad. Um, and while this next thing doesn't apply to all people, um, saying negative things to or about a person online can result in a lack of empathy. Um, without having a face or a voice, the recipient of all your messages are just like words on a screen. Um, subconsciously, you it doesn't register that you're actually talking to a human. Uh, this makes it a lot easier to say negative things and potentially hurt them. Um, and when not being able to understand the feelings of the recipient of those nasty messages, that also induces a feeling of socialized isolation, as mentioned from the study earlier, because you aren't able to put yourself in their shoes and understand them as people, and not just words on a screen. Um, showing emotion as well on social media can lead to issues that users may not be aware of. For example, if you see a post asking for prayers or well wishes to something that has no value, or some kind of post that says, like, love like this post if you love your mom or share with this this post with 10 people if you love jesus you know it oversaturates the meaning behind the the post and after a while it just it means less and less as you move on um there are lots of issues that arise with the usage of social media um yet that doesn't mean that there aren't things you can do to help yourself a study done by Hunt et al. in 2018 had 143 undergraduate students limit their use of Snapchat, Facebook, or Instagram to just 10 minutes a day over the course of three weeks. So 10 minutes, that's it. Um, other students were asked to use social media as normal, and those who limited their screen time to 10 minutes a day uh, experienced less loneliness, depression, and experienced overall well-being. Well-being being just ha having a happier, less stressful time than the others. This is evidence that a change of pace regarding social media can really be beneficial. Same as mentioned before, this was done with many students, which can only mean that the results have some truth behind them. Within this study, the only difference between those that felt lonely and depressed and those who didn't was the amount of social media that they used over the course of the three weeks. And the great part about this study is that you can do it too. Um, a week at first may be a bit extreme, but taking longer breaks throughout the day and maybe not using any social media for a day or two at a time will prove to be helpful. Or start weaning off, you know, a little bit less, one hour less, 20 minutes less just throughout the days. Though this won't be easy for everyone to do due to the fact that it's a complete change of lifestyle. Um, it's still worth a shot. So anyways, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope this has helped. If you learned anything from this, cool. Uh, I know I did. And... Um, yeah, hope you enjoyed. Um, this podcast is available everywhere you get your podcasts. Um, if you listen on the big ones, there's Apple Podcasts, Spotify. There's some other stuff. In the description, there's a little Google Doc link that shows you every every other smaller platform that this podcast is available on. Um, yeah, cool. Thanks for watching. Bye.